following program contains controversial subject matter. Your discretion is advised. The following episode of What's the Buzz is sponsored by Manscaped.com. Do you have sweaty balls or volleyball netty balls? It's time to make them ready balls. The Manscaped.com Lawnmower 3.0 will do the job and clean your knob with its patented no-nick head so your head will function as desired. Enter promo code WRESTLINGFUTURE for a generous 20% discount. That's enter WRESTLINGFUTURE for a 20% discount. Manscaped.com and Wrestling with the Future going balls to the walls with Manscaped.com and the Lawnmower 3.0, your balls will thank you. And so will we. It's Tuesday night, and we're live. Amelia. Hello. Welcome back to another week. How you doing, kid? Hi, doing wonderful. How are you? I'm fabulous. This is Mad Dog Scipio, and every Tuesday night, we ask that question, what's the buzz? What's the buzz? <laughs> Absolutely. What's the buzz? Tonight, we've got a very special buzz episode. 53 years ago today. Actually, I believe it might actually be tomorrow, the anniversary. <laughs> Mm -hmm. uh, 53 Fine. years ago, men landed on the moon, or so we've been told. Um, then we found out it's all a bunch of horseshit. <laughs> so we're going to decipher fact from fiction. Did we ever get there? And to help us decide whether we got there or not, is a woman that's no stranger to controversy. She is a conspiracy theorist. I love this lady. She is a guest, frequent guest from my old show, The Psychic Realm Podcast, with our late friend Shirley. Rest in peace, Shirley. This is Mary Ann Howard, author of a fabulous trilogy of books. Third one I don't have yet, but we got to watch this. Check this out. There we go. The Shadow of the Baseman. This is by Mary Ann Howard and Annie Walsh. But it gets better. Watch this. Check it out. Check it out. Number two. There's the second one. This is a very special book to me. This is Shadow Dancing, The Rise of a Base Man. This is special to me because I wrote the foreword to this book. I also wrote the back page liner notes. Awesome. And, uh, yeah. He of did course, a good job, um, too. They reformatted <laughs> the, the new book, so you got to look really, really hard to find it. <laughs> uh, Marianne. How the hell are you, kid? I'm doing good, Angelo. How are you? I am a man. If there's, I, I keep telling Amelia every week. I, I keep telling her every week. If I was any better, there'd be two of me. So I mean, really, I'm, I'm living my best life. This is good. Good stuff. Yeah, it's um, good to see you. I, you know, I was trying to remember when I was on air with you last, and it was, and it wasn't actually me even being on the get as the guest, but it was last year this time when I was with Shirley. And it yeah. was probably one of her last episodes. It sure was. Yep, it sure was. Um Because yep. we lost her right after that. Really quickly, Quick. too. Yeah. Very yeah, because quick. I didn't, I mean, I was thinking she was doing halfway, doing better. I was expecting worse when we were there. And yeah. then after we left, it went, she went back. After you left Colorado, yeah. she went down fast. Yeah really fast miss her every day um, yeah that we uh i tell you there's not a day that goes by that i don't think of shirley i really and, and you know Me it's too. funny i can't watch those episodes we did i will it's listen hard. to them because because I, I you know obviously you know on the radio stream there's no video right. so i can listen to her voice but it bothers me 
to see her, you know, full of life and then she's not here. It's very I bothering. agree. Yeah. I agree. So um so where were you uh, when the when 1969 the uh, okay. the <laughs> moon landing happened? Where was I? I was in Carlisle, Pennsylvania. Um, we were just getting ready to move to Carmel, Indiana, which is north side of Indianapolis. We moved the next month um, before school, and I was going into sixth grade. So I was 11, 10, somewhere in there. And I actually, I remember <laughs> Father McGinley was at our house that day. We were watching it in the rec room. <laughs> Oh, wow. <laughs> you know, I guess we were having our last meal with the, our pastor priest before going to do our move. So, yeah, that's wow. always stuck with me that he was with us during the landing. <laughs> I was at a Philadelphia Phillies baseball game with my father. Uh, and we got they were playing. They were playing the Chicago Cubs. And it came over the loudspeaker at the baseball stadium that we just landed on the moon. You know, and uh, I, I even at that age, like around you know, 11, 12, around that age, because you and I are the same age. Yeah. And uh, around that age, I thought to myself, well, that's interesting, you know, and I didn't buy it. Uh, even then, I didn't buy it. I thought. Well, that was awful quick. Where did we get that kind of technology from? Because yeah. that's how I thought. Even as a kid, I was a fucking nerd when I was a kid, a geek. I was like, I was really like a science geek. Right. And I love that kind of stuff. And it just didn't seem right. It didn't sound right. It didn't feel right. Well, didn't you feel like sometimes the TV shows had better <laughs> studios <laughs> than what they had for their Yeah, their really. More technology. You know, <laughs> Amelia, have, you have the interesting uh, viewpoint here because you weren't born. You weren't born till the next year. Seventy-one. Baby. Yeah, she, yeah. Mm -hmm. Amelia was just a baby, baby. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. Speaking of babies, happy birthday to my baby, fifty-two. Mm -hmm. My wife Anita. Oh. Fifty-two. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so you're the same age, Amelia, right? You're 51. Uh, I will be 51 this year. Mm -hmm. Okay. So yeah, you were. The I wasn't born yet. Yeah, 71. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So here's what happened. So we were told that men landed on the moon, and immediately, mm -hmm. almost. It's funny, Marianne. These things happen almost immediately upon some triumphant event or some catastrophe. The conspiracy mind goes into overdrive because we know shit that other people don't. And it works that way. Mm -hmm. And and there's a synchronicity and a sapotico mind that just knows where to go. We've seen it with Elvis. We saw it with Michael Jackson. Um, we even saw it with the Kennedy assassination, there were people who believed that the Kennedy assassination was all staged. I beg to differ on that one, but I will tell you for sure that the moon landing, that was a no brainer for me. That didn't happen. It couldn't have happened the way it went down. Not with the technology that existed in 1969. Do you realize that there's more technology in this cell phone right now than there was in the, entire, in the entire NASA no. program. Mm -hmm. I, I'm not even making this up. I can't make this up. I know. And please tell me if anybody out there who wants to chime in, you know, to our, and the chat room's open, by the way. Oh, absolutely. Chime in and, and offer your two cents. I hasten to tell you, you'll get an argument if you, uh, if you support the notion that Somehow or another, we landed on the moon. Let's take a look at something here. Let's take a look. Did we get there? Neil was here. Maybe not. <laughs> okay. Why that is that still is... there? How is that possible? 
Didn't well, they? Well, that's that's a good question. Uh huh. I want people to look at this. Let's stop this right here. This picture was allegedly taken in 1969. Okay. Interesting. If you take the same coordinates and follow NASA's own coordinates to that location, it's very interesting. There's no lunar tracks there. And since there's no life on Mars, I mean, on, on the moon, mm-hmm. and since there's no atmosphere on the moon, and since there's no wind on the moon, those tracks should still be there, should they not, right? Correct. Guess what? They're gone. How? Because they were never there in the first place. Right. It's That's a the answer. Right. Okay. They... Uh, the, the flag, okay, the famous flag that you see that's not supposed to wave. Correct, because right? there's like no wind. Like this in no atmosphere. Because there's no Interestingly wind. Interestingly enough, the flag is gone too. Why? Because it was never there. If they took off and left that flag and a plaque on the moon, mm-hmm. it should still be there. Correct. And it's not. So. Where did it go? That's the magical question. Where did it go? Did it just vanish? Oh, here you go. Here's something interesting. I, I want you to. That it. is the actual spacesuit that Neil Armstrong. Where you can go to the National Museum and see that spacesuit. Okay, huh. that's Neil Armstrong's spacesuit. Look at the feet. Yep, the tread's not there. No. Yeah. Look at the tread on the moon. Okay. Yeah. You won't mm-hmm. find that tread on the moon either, because again, it wasn't made there. We never. We. I don't have any problem believing that we went in space. I believe that wholeheartedly. But I'm telling you emphatically, we did not land on the moon. We did not yet have the capacity or the technology to do that. And I will put money where my mouth is. Anybody who wants to make the argument against it. And and I've said, you know, and nobody, by the way, I've done this challenge many times. Mm-hmm. No one's ever taken me up on it. I just get snide remarks from people. I'm going to need to keep the readers that... on for this show. <laughs> <laughs> I want to get into the looking into the nitty gritty here, too. Exactly. Now, this here is the famous face of the moon picture. Uh-huh. That's supposed to be Buzz Aldrin. Okay. There's a problem, however. In that, you see that, that helmet he's wearing, the reflection? Mm-hmm. Yes. That's what I'm trying to look at. There are reflections in there that shouldn't be there. Like a stage hand right off to the side. Oh, yeah. Now, what is the stagehand doing on the moon? Oh, correct. You can clearly see his figure mm-hmm. is standing there. He's just standing straight up. No spacesuit on, by the way. Interesting. If they were on the moon, he would have to have a spacesuit on, right? Mm-hmm. Correct. Yeah, well, there, there isn't any. Huh. Uh, and it's, and it's a, a blatant reflection of a man with no spacesuit. In the front window visor of that, uh, of the, here we go. Let's take a look at something else. Oh, mm-hmm. Amelia, I know how much you love show and tell. Yes, I love We're show and tell. It's an adventure that took place just in the more month of July. More important than, than listening to this, I want you to watch this. Watch this man's body language. That's Neil Armstrong. And... Both of you guys are in a profession where forensics are important. Okay, take a look. Rather one that took place in the last decade. We all here and the people listening in today had the opportunity to share that adventure over its developing and unfolding Listen to in the past months and years. It's our privilege today. He's very uncomfortable to share with you. Oh. 
some of the details of that final month of July that was certainly the highlight for the three of us of, of that decade. Now, let's, let's talk about this a little bit here because I'm just so intrigued. It's not so much what he said or what he didn't say, but the way he squirmed in his seat, grasping for something important to say, knowing that in five minutes or so, 40 reporters were going to ask him questions about what it was like. Someone asked him this question, and I have a video of it. When you looked out the window and saw the stars, you, okay? Uh-huh. Uh, Marianne knows what I'm talking about. I do. Yeah. He said, I can't recall. Are you shitting me? What? I can't recall. One of them. One of them said there were no stars. Yeah, Buzz Aldrin said there were no stars. There They're were supposed no stars. to be stars. And Neil out Armstrong there. said, "Here's here's a man who's about to step onto the surface of the moon." Right? Mm-hmm. They're asking him about the beautiful stars in the sky, in the universe. Right? Right. What was it like? He says, and I quote, "I can't recall." This is the most important moment in mankind's history. And you can't recall? Are you shitting me? You're about wow. to step onto the moon? And this is the best you can come up with? I can't recall? Holy shit. And there's supposed That's to be crazy. stars. <laughs> well, and there's, think... there's not exactly light pollution, you know. Yeah, exactly. You you go closer to the cities, you you don't see as many stars as you do when you're out, but they're out in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. I'm sure their little floodlights that they had is not blocking the the, the stars out this way. Marianne, if you want to see stars at night, mm-hmm. go out west, Colorado, Nevada. Oh, yes, and Texas. Anywhere. Yeah, yes. even there, like oh, when I was with... Even in Denver, though, you look at you got to go into the other side of the Rockies where it's blocking the the light from the city. Yeah, yeah. Now you want to know where you can go, Angelo? That's close up north in Potter County to that Cherry State Park or Cherry, yes. Cherry, whatever it's called. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. I'll tell you where else you can go if you really want to star watch. Go down to the Jersey Shore. Lay on the beach. I'm serious. There's all kinds of stars out there. Yeah. Well, you go up you go up north to, to that state park. It's up on top of the mountain. There's no lights. There's no flood pollution or light pollution at all. Yeah. None. I was up there two years ago. It's it's just amazing. So Amelia. <laughs> yes. Are you intrigued yet? Oh my goodness, yes. I was <laughs> like, what? <laughs> See, Amelia's a conspiracy theorist, and we know this because she. This was her idea. Yes, she said, "Let's do the moon landing." I want to get into it. Okay, you got it. Absolutely. I want you to listen to Neil Armstrong at the White House. I want you to really listen to every word he says because it's fucking critical. Interestingly enough, he died shortly after this. Because I think he was assassinated, to be honest with you. Uh Bill Clinton. No stains of blood on his hands. Thank you, Mr. Vice President, Mr. President, members of Congress, fellow astronauts, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, 
Wilbur Wright once noted that the only bird that could talk was the parrot. And he didn't fly very well. <laughs> Are you hearing what he's saying? Mm-hmm. Listen to what he's saying. So I'll, I'll be brief. <laughs> This, this week, uh, America has been recalling the Apollo program and reliving uh, the memories of those times in which so many of us here, the colleagues here in the first rows, were immersed. Our old astrogeology mentor, Gene Schumann, even called in one of his comments to mark the occasion with spectacular Jovian fireworks. And reminding us once again of the power and consequence of celestial extracurricular activities. Many Americans were part of Apollo, about one or two in each thousand citizens all across the country. They were asked by their country to do the impossible, to envisage, to design, and to build a method of breaking the bonds of Earth's gravity, and then sally forth and visit another heavenly body. The principal elements, leaving Earth, navigating in space, and descending to a planet unencumbered with runways and traffic controls would include the major requirements necessary for a spacefaring people. Today, a space shuttle flies overhead with an international crew. A number of countries have international space programs. During the space age, we have increased the knowledge of our universe a thousandfold. Today we have with us uh, a group of students among America's best. To you, we say, we have only completed a beginning. We leave you much that is undone. There are great ideas undiscovered, breakthroughs available to those who can remove one of truth's protective layers. There are places to go beyond belief. Those challenges are yours. In many fields, not the least of which is space, because there lies human destiny. Hmm. The only bird that can talk is a parrot, but it can't fly, can't fly. very well. Mm-hmm. The other thing he said that was incredibly a misery, if you want to use that word, or admittatory, is someday, and talking to these young students, mm-hmm. someday one of you will uncover one of the universe's, un- how did he say, Mayor? Um, uh, the universe's untruths or something. Yeah, something uh, like unearthed. The uh, universal truth uh, that, that mm-hmm. yeah, uni- un- mm-hmm. uncover a universal universal truth. truth. Okay, mm-hmm. you know what my mind right away went to. Uh huh. Supposedly, if you go by the Bible, there's a firmament, there's a ceiling where you can no longer you can't go past. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, is that past that firmament? Well, that's yeah. the thing. There's mm-hmm. literally a place in space you cannot go you cannot past. Go. No. It's called the Van Allen radiation belt. Right. Mm-hmm. It's a real thing. Yes. If you try to pass it, you will fry up. You will yes. literally fry. Is that is that a um oh what's the word for that? Like a tor- Taurus Taurus field? A force field, yeah. Not a force mm-hmm. field. Tor, tor, I, I can't think of the word. Taurus field? Taurus? 
Oh, I know what you mean. Yes, it is. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. what I thought. So it'll it'll go out and you'll be sucked right back. You'll be flipped right yeah, back. Yeah, it's it's mm-hmm. a it's it's what's Royal. called a linear vortex. Yes. And what happens is if you try to go beyond that point, two things will happen. You'll get sucked in and crushed. A vortex sucks you in. It's an entrance way. And many people believe that the Van Allen radiation belt is nothing more than a giant black hole anyway. Because you, once you enter it, you can't get out. Well, or a black hole is being what? A portal to somewhere else. Yeah. Uh, a, a portal mm-hmm. to time. I read some. We're going to talk about something in a little bit. Um. Elon Musk and Albert Einstein both believe that this planet is a is a simulation that we are somehow um, being controlled by or manipulated by something or someone. Well, the um, the religious community will say, yeah, we're being controlled and manipulated by God and or you know, his counterpart. Um, And you can make that argument. But if you believe that we are a simulation and you believe that the moon is a satellite, well, somebody had to put it there. And it's hanging there suspended with no visible means of support. So are all the other planets. Um, Very big planets, in fact. Um, It opens up the floodgates of a shit ton of questions that we can get into not the least of which is did we ever land on the moon which again i say i don't think so to that question um amelia why were you fascinated with the subject matter of the moon landing because you we've talked about this a couple times i mean it's just i mean even in high school when they were showing the picture of it even our teacher was like believing that he goes, but I have to teach this stuff to you because it's a part of it, the school and I don't believe in it, but we'll get into that. And if you guys want to uh, f- further investigate this with me, you can, you know, we'll do a, a school project at home and his wife was a part of it too. So we, we did, we investigated a little bit more from right. what the high school didn't know. So that was a private oh, part wow. of it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh yeah. We had a cool teacher. <laughs> I had a cool teacher. Let's take a look at this. Excellent photographer. <laughs> this is yeah, Buzz I, Aldrin. I, I was walking He's along speaking, like but you're going to see him in a minute. And he said, hey, stop. Watch this guy. So I stopped and looked at him, and he took the picture right away. And uh, uh, you can see parts. Uh, well, you can identify that, that I was just still moving a little bit. Um, you see how but he's looking around? Ask me because it's so, talk about that. so well staged, and we call it the visor well picture. So well staged. The reflection mm-hmm. in the visor will show the landing craft, and it'll show the white suited astronaut, Neil, that took mm-hmm. the picture. And uh, you can see my shadow uh, moving out. So we call that the, the visor picture. Uh, but people have asked me, why is that such That's a the picture that we saw, that visor picture. Perfect. Yeah. An iconic picture. And I've got three words. Location. Location. <laughs> location. <laughs> location. 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 Studio. Hmm. Studio. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this we studio, that studio. Does that, that, that moon, does that not look like... And I'm sure, Angelo, you've done some construction in your time. Doesn't that look like plaster or a spackle? Where you take and trawl it on, and then it gets mm-hmm. the bubbles and the ridges and this. Oh my God! Yeah, yeah. yeah but I'll, yeah. Go mm-hmm. I'll go you one better. I'll go you one better. There, and I'm not. I, I'm not allowed to show it on the air, but you can go on YouTube and find it. There's a film. Can't make this. I swear to you, you can't make this shit up. There's a film from NASA. Got the NASA logo, everything. And it ages, it dates back to that age. Mm -hmm. 1969. Of a light bar 
literally falling from the ceiling of the moon. Okay, they're supposed to be on the moon, right? Mm-hmm. The light, the lights fall on to Neil Armstrong in this clip. All right. And I wish I could show it to you, but I don't have permission to do it. But, but you can go but you can go on YouTube and watch it. Did they have simulation video though? So did they do two, like one was supposed to be live and the other one was supposed to be simulation? Yeah, actually what it was, Marianne, a good, a good point. Lady brought that up. It was mm -hmm. actually cartoonized. A, a, a cartoon um, artist from, from Disney, actually, from Walt Disney, did all of the, the animation for NASA at that time because NASA did not have the computer programming to simulate what they wanted to, but they could do it through cartooning because cartoon, yeah. the cartoon people had this down to an art form, to a science. They could blow out a cartoon in an hour. Right. Okay. Walt Disney was scary to think of this, but it's absolutely true. Walt Disney and Disney World and Disneyland had more technology than NASA. Than NASA. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Think about yeah. what they were doing at the time. Animatronics that, that nobody else had but Disney. That they, they got into the movie business because of it. Their cartoons were second to none. They were lifelike at a time when a lot of cartoons were still like this kind of like edgy, shaky stuff. You mm -hmm. know? Well, their cartoons were fluid and, and had, had emotion to them. Um, oh, yes. It's There's... remarkable when you think of the hoax that NASA thought they could get away with. Um, There's even a, one that said that there was a Coca-Cola bottle on the bottom right-hand screen of the TV rolling on the yes. floor. And I'll tell you who noticed that. Mm -hmm. A woman from Australia. Yes. Why would she notice that? I'm going to tell you why Australia. The signal that everyone thought was coming from the moon mm. was being broadcast from mm -hmm. Australia. Yes. Okay. Why? They couldn't get to the moon. They weren't there. Were they in orbit? Absolutely. I believe that 100% that they were in space. But they could not safely in any way, shape, or form land anywhere and come back alive. They weren't going to do it. They couldn't come back if they landed. It, it was a, a non-starter. They would have died there. They would have died there. Yes. Okay? The other thing that nobody seems to think about, there's no gravity on the moon. What kept them grounded? Supposedly. Lead in their boots or something. Lead right. in their boots. Well, guess what? <laughs> yeah, that, that, that doesn't fly either. <laughs> you know why it doesn't fly? Because you could take a feather and a hammer and drop them. They're both going to hit the ground at the same time. There's no gravity. Okay? Mm -hmm. yes. Something's going to float away. <laughs> okay? It's going to just float away. Uh, and you don't have to be a scientist to figure this out. No. Uh, let's talk about this man named Bill Casing. He was a former U.S. Navy officer who worked for technical, as a technical writer for one of the rocket manufacturers for NASA's Apollo missions. He claimed that he had inside knowledge of a government conspiracy to fake the moon landings. Many conspiracy theories about the moon landings have persisted even to this day. They can be traced back to that 1976 book. We went, we never went to the moon, America's $30 billion swindle. Okay. Should note that uh, Mr. Casing isn't alive anymore. I wonder why. Far-fetched as the hoax theory may seem in 2021, last year, Marianne, Gallup poll showed the following. 68 percent of Americans said that the lunar landings were fake. 15 yes. said they were undecided, while 17% mm -hmm. only said that we yes. went to the moon. 
Wow, I didn't know it was that high. Oh, yeah. yeah. You're here for all the awake people. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, if you, and I, this was a few months ago. I don't remember, but somebody was, it was up on the TV um, about with the lunar, the NASA space, Can, what was it? Space Canaveral's. Yeah, Cape Canaveral. Yeah. Cape, yeah. Mm -hmm. the, the, the actual, like where the people were sitting and they were doing all the, the bells and whistles with the switches. And you yeah. looked at those things and it looks like a bunch of tin can coverings yeah. over, you know, I mean, it's ridiculously looks cheap. Yeah. Exactly. And it's like, how is this putting something up, you know, and then we don't go back. The moon only during, only during the Nixon years do we go to the moon. Oh, wait a minute. We're going to get into that I'm one. I'm sorry, yes. I'm bringing up before you're ready, but. No, I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad yes. you brought that up because I was going to go there right, right now as a matter mm -hmm. of fact. Moon landing conspiracies. Uh, theorists claim that some or all of the elements of the Apollo program and the associated moon landings were hoaxes staged by NASA and others, most notably filmmaker-director Stanley Kubrick, who, as a Hollywood person, had technology available right. to him that NASA did not. The other thing is John F. Kennedy, <laughs> God bless him, John Kennedy said that our mission is to send a man to the moon before the end of the decade. Yes. And have him return safely to Earth. Yeah. Okay. John Kennedy won an election in 1960 to Richard Nixon. He beat Richard Nixon. But we knew because of the Bilderbergs and the, um, the um, um, oh, dear God, uh, Bohemian Grove. Yeah. That Richard Nixon was going to be president in 1968. We knew that. At that meeting were Richard Nixon, George Bush, Ronald Reagan. Okay? Yeah. No coincidence, folks. And there's a picture of it. Taken at Bohemian Grove. If you think I'm bullshitting you, go look it up. It's there. We did an episode on Bohemian Grove. Yeah. Remember, Angelo? Yeah. Yeah. I remember. I remember well. I watch it and I refer to it often. Because <laughs> um, it was a great fucking episode. I loved it. Um, here's the thing. <laughs> That's on you my know, next watch list. I don't list. <laughs> know if he did it out of sympathy for Kennedy or whether he just did what he was told to do. But Richard Nixon, of all of all the people in the world, he wanted the credit. What are you kidding? Of course, he wanted the credit, and he got the credit too. <laughs> Kennedy didn't get it done. Well, he, well, whatever, because he didn't have yeah. the chance. Because you know they took him out, but. Nixon yeah. was there, so I'm getting it done, and it's going under my watch. So yeah, exactly, exactly what happened, Mary. Exactly what uh -huh. happened. Um, there is an interesting program that was initiated in 1968, one year before the Apollo program. Not a coincidence either. It was called Operation Avalanche. That program spearheaded by film director Stanley Kubrick purported to see if it were possible to get people to believe that we actually landed on a foreign soil on a foreign planet on some other entity besides earth they did this as a test that film has been declassified by the FBI it's now available at the National Archives. You can see it for yourself. Can't make this shit up. But yet, knowing the existence of that film, knowing the existence of that film, they still want us to believe that we landed on the moon 53 years ago today. Remarkable, isn't it? It's crazy. Very much. The most notable claim is that the six crewed landings from 69 to 72 were faked and that 12 Apollo astronauts did not actually walk on the moon. Yes, you're hearing what I'm saying. I don't believe that not one individual ever walked on the moon. Entities have made claims that since the mid-70s that NASA and others knowingly misled the public into believing the landings happened by manufacturing, tampering with, 
and destroying critical moon video. Now, in case you're not aware, this happened. It was in the news two weeks ago. I can't make this up. The timing was serendipitous. NASA says they lost. And they, they, <laughs> why, why they would admit this now? <laughs> On the eve of the 53rd anniversary, they lost the original moon landing video. Then they corrected themselves the same day, Marianne Howard, and said, I can't make this up. The video <laughs> was taped over. Oh, my gosh. Okay. The video was taped <laughs> over. Are you going to tell me that an organization like NASA can't buy some tape, go to the CVS or the uh, drugstore down the corner, send somebody out and buy some tape? Are you kidding me? Are you really are you kidding me for real? Oh my god. Send send some kid give the kid five bucks, send them to the store and buy some videotape. How can they tape over something that's that national? That, thank you. Yeah. Amelia. It shouldn't even be around for somebody to pick up and stick it into a machine. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's what they want you to believe now that they lost the tape. They lost the tape. Interestingly enough, yesterday, okay, see, listen to the timing of all this stuff, okay? Yesterday, they allegedly found the missing tape. <laughs> Guess what? <laughs> it's, it's not the same tape. Mm. Oh, they've it's had not, an upgrade. Technology's increased. <laughs> that, that's what they said. They, they said they said uh, I'm sure you must have it's been remastered. Like, I'm the right? one that talks about remastering, so you know we know what it's yeah. like to remaster tape. They said that because of today's technology, they have the ability to remaster the original tape into in the high def. Okay, oh. blow yeah. somebody else, okay? But don't <laughs> blow me. Because when I get a blow job, I want to enjoy it. Okay. <laughs> That sucks. That that whole idea sucks. The notion that NASA, the single largest entity under the U.S. government, that mm -hmm. NASA would tape over such a critically historic piece of film? Are you serious? Unbelievable. You can't make to look identical, up. not similar, right? <laughs> can't make this up. I swear to you, you can't. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. Um, Marion, um, you've heard a lot of the conspiracy theories. What was the best the best moon landing conspiracy theory you've heard? Oh, in I'm not exactly sure in how what context you want me to put that. Like, not going is, like, big enough, isn't it? That would that would work for me, yeah. <laughs> yeah that would work. I mean, are you, you're talking about the individual things. I've heard the Kubrick. I've heard the, you know, the the simulations and the the like the castings. We've talked. We've hit most of the talking points that I already knew about. Um, yeah. Here's here's my uh, oh, Amelia. What was your, what's your favorite? I uh, think it's the one where uh, let's see, playing golf on the moon. I think okay, <laughs> that one's a that funny one. I forgot about that. that one. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that would work because mm -hmm. they would have to be pushing around like freaking let you know golf balls that weighed like bowling balls. Yeah, yeah, you know? just regular size. Yeah, yeah, and golf balls on the moon. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. you're gonna hit that ball. There's no way it's mm -hmm. gonna stay on the ground. No, it's gonna float <laughs> off into space. Remember, there's no atmosphere no. on the moon. People don't get that. The mm -mm. best one for me was, a, I got a couple of them, two, two really good ones. The flag on the moon, waving the old glory, the victorious Americans showing off that, you know, the those evil Russians that we planted our flag on the moon. <laughs> there it is. We're there waving. first. Yeah. <laughs> First of all, that flag would have dropped like a lead balloon, okay? There's no atmosphere. There's no gravity. There's nothing on the moon, all right? That was the first one. <laughs> so phys the physics aspect of the flag standing out stiff yeah. like that is, is you're saying is impossible. 
Yeah, well, what they did was I don't they know. put them. I mean, if it is or it isn't. So I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm going to tell you what they did because they they admitted to it. They put a metal pipe in the top and in the side of the flag to keep it rigid. What they didn't think of was that end flapping. Okay? Nobody considered there's no oxygen on the moon. How can it flap? There's no wind. Right. Mm-hmm. It should have been like this. It they should have paper mache like it. <laughs> should have been absolutely rigid. Mm-hmm. That's what it should have been. It should have been absolutely rigid. But it wasn't. It was fluid. My favorite, I got a couple of them. The one is the flag. The other one is that that they saw alien spaceships parked. I can't make this up. They, they said it. I can't believe it. They actually said it, but they did. That they said, um, um, Buzz Aldrin says, that he believed that they were being watched by alien spaceships on the perimeter of the crater where they were docked in. I thought to myself, you're going from one extreme to the other, Buzz. I think he's losing his mind a little bit. When did he say that? Recently? He said that I mean- in 1970 uh, when questioned by Dick Cavett. On the Dick Cavett, Cavett show. show, yeah, yeah, and if and it's out there. He looks if you like wanna... the person who was going to be telling the tales anyway. He's animated. He's very animated, but I want I wanted you to see. I'm glad you noticed that he was animated, mm-hmm. because he never was before. In fact, he would never give interviews about the moon. Right. All of a sudden, in his older years. He's got nothing to lose now. So why not? And in some ways, he's kind of spilling the beans with his animation. Because everybody knows that's just not the way Buzz Aldrin operates. He's very cerebral. He's very stoic. But now he's getting, you know, quite lively in his conversation. Um, Here's a guy that once threatened to punch. In fact, he did punch a guy in the face. For asking him questions about the moon. And this is the same guy who for years, for decades, would not give an interview. All of a sudden, you can't get him to shut up now. He's talking like that, you know, Neil Diamond's, uh, Neil Neil Armstrong's parrot. Yeah. You know? Well, that happens. That happens with uh, geriatric conditions. Yeah. And especially they'll start with what was back in the back. Yeah, exactly. I'll tell you what, Marianne, it's interesting. Uh, you, know, you work in the forensic medical field. Uh, Amelia works uh, mm-hmm. for Medicare and Medicaid. She works for the state of Florida. Okay, yes. but I used yeah. to work for Medicare. Yeah. yeah. And so you both work for the you know the same type of entities. Yeah. Um, it's interesting. So what do we do now with this newfound information? Uh, people are becoming aware of it and people know it and people are talking about it. However, those people are being quickly hushed by being censored, by their videos being removed. Um, Other people are are going to countries like Canada and England to get their uh, information out there. I know a guy who uh, flatly refuses to come back to the U.S. He moved to Mexico. And he's doing everything from from Mexico now. Yeah, but it's not so much the where they're at; it's the platforms they're on. I believe that. I I have believed that Facebook is a wholly owned subsidiary of the federal government. I also believe YouTube is a wholly owned subsidiary of the federal government. They may be wholly owned, but it's they're whatever the platforms, whoever it is, they're they're the ones that are being censored, and you have to talk in secret code so that you can yes. get your message across. Oh yeah. Exactly. You no, know, I I I've gotten very good at listening and watching some of these YouTubes where they're yeah. very good at mm-hmm. the codes. Oh, and then yeah. they're still and they still get deplatformed because they have too many views. They have too many subscribers. They're yeah. manipulating the numbers. Yeah. You know, so. Well, uh, it's interesting. Amelia and I did a video last week two weeks ago. Princess Diana, when yes. did you do that? 
uh, last week. Last it week. was. With mm -hmm. the Princess Diana. How many views on that, Amelia? 5,000 something. 5,800. 800, yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Go on YouTube now. You know how many views it has? It's so over almost 6,000, isn't it? No. Huh? No, it went down dramatically. Down. Down. So they, mm -hmm. they were decreased you. Yeah, I'm going to tell you how many are on there because I'm going to go there right now and tell you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, people um, were really interested are, in that. I'll yeah, tell that's you right like our now. last video. Here you go. 16. Mm. What? 16. Wow. It went wow. from 5,800 and changed to 16. Okay? This is what they're doing. Right. And the thing is, I... And maybe I just like my lack of knowledge on on that other end, you know, as being a content you you know user and and doing some content now. When I hear people saying that, but you know, if they've already been seen, what it, what was taking it away from them? I mean, it deters somebody else maybe from watching it, obviously. Yeah. But you already those six thousand people have already viewed it. Here's the interesting thing, Marianne. When mm -hmm. when we were doing wrestling episodes mm -hmm. right my views i'll tell you my, i look right now my views mm -hmm. are in every each video the views were in the thousands okay in the thousands as soon as i do an episode like the kennedy assassination mm -hmm. or the moon landing mm -hmm. what starts off in the thousands quickly goes down to 15 20, some of them in the single digits, seven, eight. Okay. I have a guy on that I had to ask to leave the network. Okay. Pete Wilcox was doing a show on Jesus. They, they destroyed that show. He was getting four views, five views. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm Please, Amelia, tell me if I'm bullshitting. No, we were telling the truth. No. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm, hearing, I'm hearing that from other uh, channels. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's the, they don't want any reference to God or religion. Man. They don't want anything controversial like Princess Diana. Mm -hmm. um, and the information we had on Diana came from a firsthand source. Yes. Was well, with that's us even on the show. Huh? That's even worse. You gave actual truth. Yes, we yeah. did. And he we was right on it. On the show, we had somebody on the show. Amelia will tell you. Mm -hmm. Who? Yeah. Whose family knew Charles and knows Charles, and who knew Diana and knows mm -hmm. the boys. Yes. Both princes. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, my brother-in-law even went uh, to Buckingham Palace and took pictures with Prince Charles and right. everything. Yeah. Um. But this was a guy who had absolutely knowledge. Mm -hmm. Yes. Now, um, hmm. the moon landing. Um, it all ties into. I love a good conspiracy. You know, we all know. Oh that. yeah. Um, right. But where does conspiracy meet the truth, and what do we do when conspiracy and truth collide? People start dying. Actually, people start getting killed. Over right. It. Yeah. And people Here's get bought what, off. You know, the great um, newspaper publisher, William Randolph Hearst. Here's what he said. And only a newspaper guy could get away with this. When fact gets in the way of fiction, kill the fact. Leave the fiction. Yeah. Yeah. In other words, people don't want to believe what they're, what they're being told. So just make it up. Make it up, you know, when when truth, when fiction becomes more interesting than truth, eliminate the truth. Mm-hmm. You know? Absolutely. And that's what he said. He's quoted as saying that. You know? It's interesting yes. stuff. Well, let's how look at... You... Go ahead, Mir. No, I was just going to say, well, look at how many of the things are predestined, too. We're watching fact what we think is fiction and 20 years later we find out it was fact and that's why people marianne that's why people believe more and more that we're living in the simulation yeah and well, fact, i've watched i've watched on i've heard some stuff on that too yeah, yeah. 
Actually, you and I did an episode with Shirley, and I think it was called uh, the, A Glitch in the Matrix, was it? Yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. then we did when one we were called- talking about the uh, they're there, they're not, or they're shift shaping the mm-hmm. Brazilian yeah. things, you know, the yeah. pictures where, yeah. The- it's it's interesting, too, that we did a, an episode on um, the uh, the Mandela effect. Yeah. Um, we did the Mandela effect and MK Ultra. Yeah. Glitch in the Matrix, Bohemian Grove, and yep. uh, yeah, some some good ones back. Good stuff. I'll tell you what, I'd love to have you back on with us. Can you join us Thursday? Um, I'm not sure if I can this week. Maybe. Maybe. Okay. Maybe. Um, if you can, great. If not, then we'll uh, we'll come up with a, a top. I was going to do a part two of the moon thing, but. Because there's so much there. I think. Oh yes, absolutely. Is, oh God, yeah. I think the gist of it is that um, that people are are waking up now. I agree to, to what's going on, uh, and I think finally there's some level of acceptance that the conspiracy theorists aren't all kooks. Although I don't mean I don't mind at all being called a conspiracy kook. I kind of embrace that. You know, I'm because we're not afraid to tell the truth. That's why that's I've never exactly been right. afraid to tell the truth. No. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Me <That's> either. <laughs> and here's the funny thing. Here's the funny thing. YouTube, if they wanted to, they could shut us down now. Yeah. But they never have. Nope. But they'll screw up my numbers, knowing that I have said publicly over and over again. I don't care about my views because I've got 7.38 million people that have downloaded my show. Absolutely. Download it. It's like keeping a copy of this book on your shelf. Okay. I'll take the downloads over the views every fucking day of the week. Absolutely. 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 I will. Well, you must not be hitting some of those key buzzwords that they don't like. That's that's the thing that they're you have to watch. Yeah, you know what, Mayor? Here's the thing: when you got nothing to lose, you don't give a shit. Yeah. What are I, no. I going to do? Take my show? I I'll th- just find another platform. You know how right. many platforms there are? Do you, <laughs> yeah. Do you, do you know? <laughs> I can't I'm focus become- on all that. That's too many. I have I have too much, you know, to do and not enough time. Yeah, there's a lot of them out there. I'll tell you what, Marianne mm-hmm. Howard. Yes. Promote your books. Let me promote them for you. Marianne <laughs> Howard is Better. the author of The Shadow of a Baseman, based on the the life and death of Paul McCartney as seen through Paul's eyes. Yeah. She is also the co-author of Shadow Dancing: Rise of a Baseman. Mm-hmm. These are not thin books, folks. These are four or five hundred page books. Right. That's a big ass book, and there's a <laughs> lot of info. Um, this the second book, Marianne, takes you through the life of Paul since uh childhood. Is that the story? The 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 first book goes from is Paul and his death and what happened to him. Meanwhile, he had a child to a girlfriend he was going to marry. And now we're living through that child in the second book. The child has grown up. He's now 18. John Lennon had adopted him. I mean, we have some fiction to tell the story, but now as the adopted son of Paul. And so in the book, he's Paul Paul Lennon in the book. He's Paul Lennon in the book. Yes. And, And now we're going, Paul Lennon's going now as he's older and John's dead. The second book gets into... Um, if you can flip, you can flip it. We have, uh, John's death. The, um, we're discussing there. Yeah. The assassination and how it happened. What was, what was going on? Um, we actually have in the death certificates and the, and the write-ups and everything. There's, there's pictures in there. Oh, you actually have them really? Yeah. 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 And, and got those, uh, years ago. I don't know if FOIAs, but I don't know if you can still, if that's still available. So. It was an absolute pleasure to write the foreword for this and the uh, liner notes for this book. 
Shadow Dancing, Rise right. of the Basement. It's a hell of a book. It really is. And it's a big book, too. Um, the it's third a big book and, and it's into a lot of it. Yeah. The, um, the oh, uh, is there an audio book yet available? No, there isn't. We, we just uh, don't have the uh, actor to do the uh, reading of it. We can't do it. You know, sometimes there you go, right there. He has a Philly accent. I, can do <laughs> I need a Liverpool accent. He can, I do, can British. do British. <laughs> yeah, I can hear that British with the, the Italian Paisan Philly coming through. <laughs> the name is McCartney, Paul McCartney. <laughs> yes, Mr. Bond. <laughs> Bond. James Bond. <laughs> Sean Connery. Absolutely. So, so tell everybody where they can reach Marianne Howard. Well, they can reach us through the shadow of a baseman.com. Shadow of a baseman.com. Um, and that and is the website. That is the website. It has uh, three pages to it. So if people don't see the little three bars up there that to click, there's different things you can click. It takes yeah. you over to. Um, the books to purchase. It takes you over to the review page where you'll find Angelo's review. Not only will you find Angelo's review in English, but you will find it in Spanish as well, because the first book I did convert that. It was something else I did this last year. Yeah. Was translated this with a nice Google translator into uh, Spanish. We have. A yeah. Book. And There's I had a, a hell of a time trying to read my translation. <laughs> <laughs> That's fun with that. If you, you know, whatever. Um, I can read it to you. Yeah. So, and then, and then the second page there is uh, Anne's and my bios, but then we also have the YouTubes, the links to that, you know, get to know us, go to our YouTube channel. Yeah. So the, the website connects to everything. Well, and then I'm on Facebook. You, um, I'm every, I'm on all the platforms, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Yeah. We, so are we. Yeah. We're everywhere. Yeah. We're like horseshit. We're, 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 we're wherever people go, right? <laughs> Bye. Yeah. It's, it's like, no, it's like going to the mall. You're, mm -hmm. you're we're very I'm also now dead. We're all on we're all on our uh or on our social platforms. We've been very fortunate on the show. Um since we converted from wrestling, we're not doing any wrestling anymore no. at all. Um What's the Buzz is still part of the Wrestling with the Future Network. Uh -huh. We are a real radio station now. We are a real we have real call letters, WWTF. And that's a real thing. Uh -huh. And uh Thankfully, and it wasn't too bad either. Um, it wasn't. Lucky nobody had it. No. 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 Um, I was using it, but I had I hadn't registered it. But I I registered it in the last year. So now we're registered and trademarked. Cool. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah, absolutely. That's why we got this little puppy right here. See that we got the register and trademark right up there. Yep. Um, Amelia. Yes. What's coming up for What's the Buzz? Absolutely. Well, you're going to be gone on vacation. Yeah, I'm going Absolutely. on vacation. Yep. And we're going to actually have. Uh... Have to burn the place down when I'm gone. <laughs> well, I can't promise that. So I oh, don't know. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I know. I'm gonna have to bring... I know Shirley and I were bad. He was on vacation and Shirley and I did the show. Uh, yeah. So, hmm, yeah. pointers. And I was a nervous wreck then too. See, yeah. so I could tell you. So you could, I, you can let me know where I can get some fireworks. Oh, sorry. Yeah, right. Down at the corner store. <laughs> oh yeah, I'll tell there you, you what, go. Mayor, I, I miss, uh, I miss having you as a frequent guest. I like to bring it back more often. That would be fun. It's fun. That would be. Yeah. Fun. I, don't know. I, I, like I, I just skirt the edges of a whole bunch of stuff, so. <laughs> yeah, but that's what we like around here. It's, it's yeah. open conversation. We, the, yeah, that Amelia would be so much fun. We can't stick to any kind of subject. We, we go no. off the rails. Yeah, we do because, we, I mean, it's like one thing comes up and then the other thing comes up. And, we always you know, we manage to circle Wait. back at some point, right? Yeah. That's the thing I like about certain channels and you guys, you're doing that, is mm -hmm. you're having conversations with people and not always having to stick to the, some kind of script. I don't, mm -hmm. you know. The oh, best yeah, compliment absolutely. I ever got, and Amelia, tell me, uh, this is the truth, mm -hmm. straight up, from an author. Mm -hmm. Two authors, uh, one author brought another author. 
Mm-hmm. Um, Alistair Cross and oh, Tammy yes. Horn. Uh-huh. These two are very eclectic, very eccentric people. They don't do face-to-face interviews. Never, ever, ever. We got, Amelia got Alistair Cross to do it, our show. Wow. He loved what we did so much, he brought his co-writing partner, Tamara Thorne, onto the show with him. Because this is a woman who never does interviews. Never. But we got them both. Well, I and, never would have done an interview had you not got me on here for the first time. And then I kept, I know. you know, well, kept coming back. I mean, uh, yeah, because I, it, it, public speaking freaks me out. <laughs> and, and it's funny, <laughs> but I, it's like, how am I going to, you know, promote my the books if we don't, you know, get out there and speak? So, mm-hmm. so, um, yeah, we're going to do another show. In fact, we already have it uh, in, in the uh, written down. We're going to do another show on Paul or mm-hmm. Billy, because um, I think. That we um, we might be at the precipice of disclosure, where where I finally believe truth is going to come out about who he actually is. Well, I think it's going to come out on many topics, but he's one of the big dominoes. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, I think you you nailed it when you said once he dies, yeah, the Pandora's box is going to open up. Well, if he was contracted and had so much time to deal with this, I mean, that that time was supposed to be over and extended that I've heard. I don't know if that's true. It is a conspiracy topic. (laughs) It's it's the truth. But yeah, so we might find some revelation in the next year. Who knows? On so many. We're going to have revelation on so many things. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely is right. Well, I'll tell you what, folks. Um, mm-hmm. Never a dull moment around here, especially no. never a dull moment when Mary mm-hmm. and Albert joins you. Right. Um, she's one of my favorite people. Mm-hmm. I like her. That's a pleasure to meet wow. you. It was nice meeting you too, Amelia. Yeah. And uh, so I'll tell you what. We'll be here Thursday night. We'll we'll, yeah. we'll talk about who the fuck knows. But join us <laughs> right. But we'll to answer your question, July 26th, we'll have Angela Capone. It'll be Jerry Lewis impersonator. I want to be yes, gone. Absolutely. Yes. It's be That'll one of be our guests. Four, Marianne Howard. Four, Amelia Pitbull Chapman. I am the Mad Dog. Take care, everybody. We'll see you Thursday night. Bye-bye. See you Thursday. Mm-hmm.